Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to your D1T5 for Friday afternoon, August 21st. My name is Anthony Grassi, and let's jump right into the most important things you need to know from in and around college athletics in five minutes or less. The Division I Board of Directors approved the blanket eligibility waiver for fall sports student-athletes regardless of whether they compete this fall or spring, the blanket waiver allowing schools to exempt athletics aid of a fall sport athlete who would have exhausted eligibility in 2020-2021, and extended the eligibility clock for fall sports student-athletes. Notably, quote, the financial aid of fall sport senior student-athletes who take advantage of the additional year of eligibility and extended clock will not count against team limits in 2021-22. The board also adopted the D1 Council's recommendation to hold scaled-back fall championships in the spring, directing the Competition Oversight Committee and Football Oversight Committee to develop NCAA championship models for impacted fall sports. Board members noted that the priority remains preserving winter and spring sport opportunities for athletes who did not have an opportunity to compete in the 2019-2020 championships. According to NCAA Associate Director of Communications, Michelle Brutlick-Hosick, it will be up to each member institution to decide the award aided to student-athletes who return for an additional year. Conference USA has postponed fall sports and championships, except football, to the spring. Commissioner Judy McLeod saying, quote, We value the opportunity for our schools to compete at the highest level and play for championships. Moving these sports to the spring maintains those opportunities for our student-athletes, coaches, and fans. Iowa is discontinuing men's gymnastics, men's and women's swimming and diving, and men's tennis at the conclusion of this academic year. The department is projecting a $100 million drop in revenue and a deficit for fiscal year 21 of $60 to $75 million. All scholarships for student-athletes and coaches' contracts will be honored. According to the release, the resources used for these programs will assist the athletic department in reducing debt and creating a long-term repayment plan that allows for continued success for the Hawkeyes' remaining sports. With a projected $100 million deficit, Nebraska is furloughing 51 employees through the end of 2020, with all other employees taking a 10% pay cut. The moves will save the department roughly $3 million. Athletic Director Bill Moose saying, quote, This one is designed to furlough people whose good work is not going to be needed in the fall because we've got no events. What we're going to do is go four months, and I'll tell you why. That gets us to January 1, and I want that to be a new day. Morale-wise, let's suck it up for these four months. There aren't going to be any events, and then we're all back at it January 1st. In conversations with several former and current administrators, the Wall Street Journal contemplates the tension between the NCAA's insistence that student-athletes remain students first and foremost, and the clear push to sustain a fall season while shutting down in-person classes and warning undergraduates to stay home. Former Iowa and Michigan President Mary Sue Coleman saying, quote, You can't put them in a bubble because they're students and they have to go to class. I mean, if they're on campus and they're not going to class, they're not learning anything, then it isn't any longer the academic environment. It flies in the face of what the NCAA means. The argument for pursuing a season in an effort to maintain a revenue source and keeping athletes on campus for their health and safety might have merit, but former Miami president and Wisconsin chancellor and current U.S. representative Donna Shalala Riley sums it up, quote, I never thought they were going to be able to pull it off. Some Big Ten football parents held the press conference this morning outside of the league offices in Chicago to protest no kickoffs this fall. The father of Ohio State student-athlete Sean Wade saying, quote, We want to know what has to happen in different areas around these schools for us to move forward safely. We don't want them to just say, we can't play because of uncertainty. I'm military. You're always going to have uncertainty. We don't like how the decision went down and not knowing whether they voted or didn't vote. Our kids wear Big Ten on every jersey. We represent the Big Ten. It's just not good to have a kid disappointed over something he can't control. 
Illinois State Athletic Director Larry Lyons points to students being back on campus and greater socialization for the 31 positive tests by student-athletes in the past week. In terms of fulfilling its 10-year, $19.8 million deal with Learfield IMG College with fewer games, Lyons says, quote, We're going to become very creative as we go through the fall and to provide those exposures and those positive touches to the Redbird fan base. The SEC has expanded its COVID-19 health requirements to include a third weekly rapid diagnostic test prior to competition for high-risk contact sports in addition to two PCR tests and a cardiac evaluation that includes a tropopin level, echocardiogram, electrocardiogram, and a medical evaluation by a physician. Eastern Kentucky released its compliance report following allegations of violations of COVID-19 protocols by the Colonel's football program. The report found that there were at least some compliance-related issues within the football program and there were failures by some to wear masks. Moving forward, the recommendations include reminding staff and student-athletes about the protocols and staff specifically, head coach Walt Wells, making routine efforts to check on workouts and practices and encouraging an atmosphere of compliance. In return to action notes, Louisiana Monroe has paused football activities after nine new COVID-19 cases and FAU paused football practice after a small number of positive tests. Tulsa resumed football practice today. All student-athletes participating had two negative tests in the last seven days. App State Athletic Director Doug Gillen reports the football team will return to practice in small group pods after suspending practice Tuesday and undergoing COVID-19 testing on Wednesday. And that is all for your D1T5 for Friday afternoon, August 21st. Be sure to check your inbox for more updates on what is going on around the nation in and around college athletics. My name is Anthony Grossi, and we will see you next time.